the Lord, in the Lord's heart for you. He, he, he wants you to, I'll, I'll say desperately, he desperately wants you to do yourself over in Jesus. And same as he's praying up there. Um, and I think it's more it's Vicar that says this, he God sees the yes in our heart. He said it about you, but I see the yes in your heart. You know, you know when you became a Christian? He, he knows that you meant it. That's why the genuineness of your faith, though it be tried by fire, can be found to be righteous because you're the real deal. I often um, have this battle. I feel, I feel like a complete fraud, you know, getting up here preaching and just having God come and make me look way better than I am. He's saying to you, mate, this is the real you. Uh, you know, there's the scripture, in, in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. He means it. I had a, he reminded me this as, as we were worshipping. That was, that was beautiful for me. That was so easy and I didn't want to stop. So it was just like nice, beautiful intimacy the Holy Spirit, and that's, my life misses that too often. Even coming here, I can miss out on that, that close, beautiful encounter that, that's why I became a Christian, to, to know him. Yeah, but anyway, he was telling me, he went to, because I sat at the back, sort of where you are, Joe, that's the power seat, and I was, but I was somewhere there, and uh, Tim was preaching some, some nonsense, I'm joking. That's, that's old Nick. Uh, he's, he's, it weren't nonsense because he's on the cross. But I couldn't hear a word he was saying. Because some of it was just... I'd say like lightning bolts, but it weren't, weren't quite that bright. It was just absolutely... I was just going, what is going on? And he said to me, he said, Nick... I'm sending you out to preach. And I went, <coughs> why, why me? And sincerely crying, why me? He says, because you're the best. So I'm worshipping just. And he goes, you know, that's what I said. Why don't you believe it? Because I do to an extent, I've took strides, I believe, and I step out in faith. But I feel like, I'm asked to preach, and I go, oh, he's going to bail me out again because I'm rubbish, really. He says, I'm the best. And you know what? He actually means it. I'm the best preacher. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> so you can also be the best preacher, but I'm still the best. I'm not slighted. We're not in competition. He said it. He declared it. He meant it. And that's how he sees me. So it's just like... If we could just get the vision of that, just it really went deep with me. Just I'm not. I won't share that, but he showed me something in me. How much more he thinks of me than I think of me, and it was everything. Let, let me put it this way: I was in an accident, as you know. God's put me to this place. Glory to God. 
So I wouldn't have minded going to heaven. And, uh, that, yeah, I'm, I'm stuttering around in a bit. But he went, I minded. Sounds valuable. And said, yeah. Do I know I'm that valuable? I know he just said it to me. I know I'm undone by it. I know it's like, but that should be the experience of life. I came that you'd have life and you'd have it more abundantly. And you're having it more abundantly because that's what he came to do. He's not a liar. He's not a liar. I want to share this with you. Um, Jeremiah 29 verse 13 says, You will search for me and you will find me when you seek after me with all your heart. And I'm bringing this heart of that doesn't agree with the truth. Ah, oh, but I've not read enough Bible, I've not prayed enough. You see how I live. I'm clearly not coming after you with all my heart and, and my the real you is in heaven with him. Did he say he's seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus? Is he a liar? Is that true then? So how can you be down here going, oh, I'm not good enough? You're a new creation, you're a new person, you're not the same. There's a song we sing, I know your life will never be the same. That's, that's true of us. We're not the same. You're not your own. You were brought with a price. So I've I, I seen this in Song of Solomon, I'll preach it. This is, I've quite enjoyed that so far, that'll do. If that's all I said, great. Um, uh, right. Okay, we'll start Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 4. One of the things he was mentioning to me just was, as a kid being dyspraxic and I walked funny and I walked, I called them clodhoppers and I walked in boots. So I was very, uh, I'm not obsessed, I'm just sharing from the heart, you know me. But I was, I was very insecure, didn't feel I was normal like everybody else and felt I had a very poor Image growing up, which God's worked on magnificently, thank you. But how I got through school was I pretended not to care. So it's like, uh, what's the teacher said? I don't know what they're doing, don't know. Oh, who cares? And I've realised just because he's been speaking to me. You still do it, Nick? Ah, oh, this is the real me, the crying one. This is this this is the this is the genuine me, full of emotion and sensitivity and kindness and all that. But going through life, oh, it doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. I'm quite strong at it as well. And then you come up here, and he turns you into a baby. It's okay. So that's 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 one of the areas. I remember somebody having a word for me once. Be excited about your life. And it's almost like, 
because it is exciting. And I still haven't quite caught it fully. A bit better in my thinking, a bit better in my mind. Bit in fact, let's be honest, way better in my mind, way better in my thinking, and a lot better man because of him and what he said to me. But still on that journey, as it were. But I'm always said I am. So here, uh, you, you're not managing all, have you? You might hear romance. <laughs> Song of Solomon 2 4. This is beautiful. This old book's the Holy of Holies. That's how the Jews saw it. Holy of Holies. The song, the worship. Holy of Holies. The intimacy. Holy of Holies. Best book in the Bible. I bet you don't read it, dear. Unless you're Judith. <laughs> she loves it, don't you? I mean, even this was a journey for me. I, I, I was going on holiday with my brother to Turkey. I brought this book by Mike Bickle on, I don't know, Loving Jesus or Loving God. He's wrote two books. He's wrote probably more books, but those two. I took one holiday. He was on about how he was a tough man, you know, not soppy, didn't, didn't have much emotion. And God said, uh, I, want you to, I want you to preach Song of Solomon. I want you to read it. I want you to make it your book. Now, I'm not wording that perfectly. I'm just going from memory. And he went, it's a bit, bit soppy, isn't it? A bit girly, a bit of our emotions. Now, I'm reading, so that, that's what got me reading it. So I, I kind of wrote down every word he taught on it. Wrote it down, listened to him, wrote it, wrote it down. Mike Bickle. I don't agree with how he interprets it now. But that's how, I, that's how I learnt it. And I still haven't got it. I'm about five chapters in. I haven't completed it. There's a whole eight chapters, you know. Who's got the time? Maybe, maybe if I mature that far, we can get to chapter eight. But, um, but I was on this holiday in Turkey, and I, every time I opened this book, and I got on with what lads get on to on holiday. No fornicating, by the way. I don't mean that. So... I'm, uh, I'd open this book and the Holy Spirit would be there and I'd be crying my eyes out. It's just something. I guess you call it a download. He gave me this book. He gave me this understanding of this book. And it, it's become a bit of a foundation for me. I'm stuck, I'll go back to it, you know. But, um, you know, I shared that. It's a true story. Uh, this is beautiful. This is you, you know. He makes a table for you in the presence of your enemies. He's, married, he's marrying you and he's proud of it. You're his bride. In their culture, it's all about the groom. For his, he is all love. So being all about him is an outpouring of his love, his peace, his joy, his hope. The plans he has for you, the hope, the future, the job. The job. You're blessed in your outgoings. You're blessed when you come in. That's the truth. We need to engage truth. Because we worship him. Why am I waving a pen at you? We worship him in spirit and in truth. So when you catch who you are, and you're enjoying life as you should be, as you ought to be, yes, there are trials. 
Okay, it's a little joy when you go through them. Because at the end of it, you're going to find him. Mm. He's with me. He's with me, and that's why I've got... When you've got the word with you, preaching's easy, isn't it? So anyway, he brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. Brilliant. Next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah give me cakes, raisins, and apples from lovesick. Move on. Lovesick, man. Can you, can, you, can you remember a time being in love? Not, I've not got much of a record of that to go on, but I've been there. Absolutely infatuated, thinking about the other person, can't wait to see them. Feeling sick in the stomach. You ever felt like that about Jesus? I can guarantee you that you do, you just haven't married. And I say that to myself. Have I ever been so... I mean, I've been excited when he's turned up. But there's still stuff I'm missing myself, you know. It's like, wow. Okay. Um, his left hand is under my head, and his right hand embraced me. That's pretty passionate, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Next verse, skip that one. Go on that one. Here we go. So God comes, he says, the voice of my beloved, behold he comes, leaping upon the mountains and skipping over the hills. The Lord, the Holy One, in the midst of you, rejoices over you with singing. He dances over all your strongholds. All the things you think you suffer with, it's against him, he doesn't. Everything's under his feet, and because everything's under his feet, and you're in him, Everything's under your feet. So he wants to show you this. I am all I said I am. And I, I, just, I just rejoice. I just sing. I dance. I enjoy the victory. Come and enjoy the victory with me. Uh, verse 9. <laughs> there you go. He's like a gazelle. Or a young stag. He stands behind our wall. Interesting. Have we got a wall? He's looking through the window. Have you got a wall? Don't think I can see it. <laughs> Gazing through the lat, whatever that is. Lattice. It's not lettuce, is it? Next verse. I'm not going to pretend I know what that means. My beloved spoke and said to me, come on, come and celebrate with me. Come and rise up on this mountain. You know what you've been told? You're a new creation. You're in me. I'm in you. We're one. Come on. Next verse. For lo, the winter is past. The rain is over and gone. Where's the trial? Where's the suffering? Where's the winter? Done. Dealt with. Finished. That's actually where we are. Next verse. The flowers appear on the earth. See, we're in bloom. The time of singing has come, and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our whole land. See how romantic I am. Next. So are you. The fig tree puts forth her green figs, and the vines with the tender grapes give a good smell. Rise up, my love, my fair one. So that's what he's seeing. You're the good soil. 
Some fell by the white side. You're the good soil. Some was choked by the worries and cares of this land. You're the good soil. He sees it. He declares it. He means it. It is. Uh, next verse. Oh, my dove in the cleft of the rock. Who was that? We were putting Christ. You saw Moses in the cleft of the rock, didn't you? We're covered. We're protected. We can encounter him. The price has been paid. He's our propitiation. Thank you, Doctrine Course. Let me see your faces. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. He's saying that to us, right? Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Is he a liar? Is that you? It is. Next verse. And this, this is where it says, Catch us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines are tender grapes. So she gets this, she's still got something. Like me, we might don't care. Or it's not that significant. I'd go to heaven now, you know. No, you don't know how, how powerful, how significant, how loved how precious you are, how there's none like you. You're all unique, but there's none like you. Individually, collectively, you are part of the body of Christ, but you are loved. He's loved, so you're loved. He's peace, you're peace. He's full of joy, you're full of joy. It just needs you to wake up a little bit, you know. Um... But he actually sees herself <laughs> as spoilt. She sees herself that I'm not quite what you're saying I am. I, I get it, we've been intimate, we've sat at your van, you've told me all I am. I'm not, but I'm, you know, really? Love me that much? <laughs> Next verse. Yeah, it says, My beloved is mine, I am his. He feeds his flocks amongst the lilies. Lilies is purity. If I was pure, that's, that's where he feeds his flocks. So she's stepped... We don't really step out. But she's kind of stepped out. Of, she stepped back a little bit and hesitated. Uh, next verse. Here we go. And here's a reaction. Her sin reaction, if you like. And it's sin when we don't believe him. It's it, everything we do, um, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Unless I'm Jesus Christ, stood before you today, I, I didn't make who I was supposed to be, another son, another beloved son, who is well pleased in. He's still well pleased in me, but by my choice, by my will, I didn't quite... Ah, yeah... So she says, until the day breaks and the shadows flee away, turn my beloved, and you be the gazelle, you be the stag. My Sunday school thing was always, Jesus is wonderful and we're wretched sinners. Look at the wonderful miracles Jesus did for you. That was basically every week. So, so thank you for saving me from that, Tim. 
but I was saved. They weren't bad people. I did not know God through them. But for goodness sake, sin. That isn't... Uh, Yeah, I'm going to leave that one alone a little bit. Uh, next verse. And that's the beautiful thing about you. <laughs> she then sought him. He got all right, I'll, I'll go and be with Jesus on my mountain, bouncing around, all glorious, having a great time. But you're going to want to come back. <laughs> and the rest, read it yourself. But... Uh, she does go looking for him everywhere with hunger and she does find him. And bit by bit, she becomes more and more and more of him until she becomes a meal to others. Until he says, I, I, I come to my place, I come to well, my spices, I come to feast on you. You are so pleasing to me. You're feeding me. I think that's chapter four, possibly. And that's, a, that's about it. But just, just to finish, thank you, Jesus, that we're everything that you said we are. This is word, the bread of life. This is word, the blood that speaks that cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Thank you, we partake of it today. Thank you, we agree with everything you say, everything you've thought about us, all those kind words, all those thoughts. I don't even know how to word it, I can feel you right now. I just, I just ask, wake me, wake me up afresh, God. Wake us up afresh. I thank you, yeah, I don't know. That's it, I'm done. Thank you.